I'm David Gallagher. And I'm Steve Ellis. And you're listening to We Be Geeks. USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. This program is powered by Tascam. Tascam's mini studio creator, US42, is your new personal production and online broadcast studio featuring a professional quality audio interface and a number of unique real-time effects. The mini studio creator delivers everything you need for your podcast or webcast. Find out more at Tascam.com, part of the Gibson family of brands. This is a streaming freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It's Derek, Brett, and myself, Mike. Uh, Jules is out on maternity leave, as if uh, we had such a thing. Never knew. <laughs> Oh, she's I not getting paid for that. I still say it's an excuse to avoid us. Right. Yeah, yeah. So how's everyone doing? Uh, everyone good since the last time we recorded? Yeah, we still <laughs> fighting off a sinus cold, but I'm doing all right. Ooh, yeah. it's not good. No. Survived a snowpocalypse uh, for yesterday. <laughs> Snowpocalypse 2017. Well, yeah. I, I am glad y'all checked to see if I was doing okay. Survived our winter down here in Florida. Mm-hmm. All three days of it. I just figured you were buried in snow and. Yes. Oh, insanely buried in snow. <laughs> I mean, it, well, it, it was it was the clear liquid kind of s- snow. <laughs> very wet. Very very wet. Some of that fake Hollywood snow. Yes. <laughs> it's Disney snow. <laughs> Oh, I meant, sorry, I meant rain. Heavy, heavy rain. So, yeah, it's been fun looking at Facebook and seeing people go, oh, here's what Felicity Snow Smoke will, could look like as Blake Black Canary. And of course, uh, of course, all the CW shows have been renewed for season six, or for, for a new season. So we'll have a season three of Supergirl, season, nice. season four of Flash. Season three of what uh, Legends and a season six, which means we'll get the goatee classic Oliver Queen look if Stephen Amell has his way. Yeah, I saw him post something on social media with that. Yeah, with like a picture of uh, him and uh, with the goatee. Yeah. So, uh, um, so yeah, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and just get started, get right into it. Funko. We don't. Goal this year is to get better about collectibles. I'm gonna talk about collectibles. Talk about some of the uh, try and get more gaming involved. Um, there will be a new afterboxing coming uh, this week. I got the Rebel Scum Hero Box from Superhero Stuff. Nice. Of course, SuperheroStuff.com's Hero Box was a 2016 Weeby nominee. So, want to throw that out there. Um, so, Funko has released uh, images of, you know, it's expanding its empire and it's offering even more retailer exclusive offerings and has unveiled the newest batch of exclusives for Walmart. Um, the current round of exclusives include a Jasmine and Abu Dorbs, uh, as well as Dorbs 
Forbes based on the 1960s Batman version of Batgirl, which actually doesn't look too bad. Uh, I had the Riddler. I have a Dorbs Riddler. Uh, it's the newer one, and I love it. Riddler's awesome. It's my favorite character. Now i got to go back and get zero-year trade paperback because I didn't realize that was a Riddler story. <laughs> You didn't? <laughs> no, I I only picked up ep- uh, the part one, uh, the first ah, issue yes. of that, and yep. and, I, and I really never sat down and read it because I was on vacation at the time, and and it just slipped my mind afterwards, so I never read it. I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be a year long thing. I'll wait for the trade, and then at the, <laughs> and then I see the last couple covers, and then I see the post zero year few episodes. I'm like, if I had realized this was a Riddler story, I would have added it to my list. So one of the few good ass. Uh, Snyder stories. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, that's what I. That's why I was hearing. Um, also, too soon um, afterwards, Walmart will be making some room for new selections from DC. That's. <laughs> comicbook.com labeled this. Uh, this insanely was in their Star Wars category or Star Wars section. Um, selections from DC, Morel, which should have been Marvel, and Star Wars, including two three-packs from Star Wars Revenge of the Sith and Star Wars A New Hope. Sorry, Star Wars. It's just Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, all of these exclusives will be hitting Walmart in late January, so get ready to break the bank. Um... Like the ones from episode uh, from Revenge of the Sith is Tarful, uh, the deformed Emperor, like right after the lightning strikes, and the Utapu uh, clone trooper, which is Cody's group with the with the white and orange um, from episode or from Star Wars. Let's just go straight to it from Star Wars. Um, Hammerhead, you know, Momao Nadon, uh, Ponda ba- Baba, you know, aka Walrus Man, and Greedo. So that's that. Uh, for the Teen Titans, it's going to be a Walmart exclusive for Raven in the Dorbs. And, oh. they, have, and they have her in a pink. <laughs> it is, um, it's the variant pink costume, not her purplish costume. So I have issues one and two of. The Raven book from Wolfman. Oh, yeah, it's a good series. Cool. I want to make sure I need to go finish getting the series. So Yeah, I've, I've, I've uh, been collecting it. It's been good. Uh, also in the Dorbs is Beast with a Blackbird jet. Huh? He, he's kind of cute. He really I is. Love Beast. Well, this one's cute, as I say that. And then um, on top <laughs> of that... He's got his glasses on. Yeah. On top of that, Funko announces its Galactic plushie line. If you remember when I got the uh, Jabba's Palace box from Funko and it had some of the, the new stuff in it, one of the things was the plush. Um, and it was the, the Boba Fett one. It's the one I, I've got. So I have one of these. Looking at these, the only other one I would even remotely consider getting is Chewbacca. Maybe it's because of uh, some out of this world radio show that I'm in, we're involved with on this network. So don't know. That could be a good reason. And then I, I'm going to bring this up now since I didn't, I forgot to add it to our show notes. Uh, Woody Harrelson cast as officially cast in the Han Solo movie. Did y'all hear this? Yep. Mm-hmm. What, what, what are y'all's takes on this? Cause the, I know the fan community has gone nuts criticizing it. They don't even know what character he's going to play. I know. Well, they're criticizing it because it's, him. Uh, 
I think it, it depends on what character he's playing. Well, supposedly he's a mentor. Yeah. But, again, I, I could kind of see that. But I played it in uh, is, he a, is he a smuggler mentor? Is he a mentor at the Imperial Academy? If they even go that route? Is he a mentor from um, Corellia? We don't know a lot about the movie. We just know it takes place, I would assume, even before, probably before Rebels, even. That would be my guess. So it's going to take place between A New Hope and, and Revenge of the Sith, but I don't think it's going to take place where Rogue One does. So don't count on that. Right. Um, but the, the Harrison's role, the film's title, all remain unrevealed, but the rumor is he's playing a mentor of sorts to Han Solo. Uh, he joins a cast that includes Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo, Donald Glover as Lando, and Amelia Clark in a unnamed, undescribed female lead. Nice. So Interesting. Um, Harrelson's acting career has spanned five decades. Really? He's been acting for that, 50 years? How old really? is he? No. That can't be right. Starting in the late 70s. That'd be like 40 years. Yeah. Not five, 50 yeah, years. No. I was born in 71. I'm only 45, so. I know, right? <laughs> I was born in 70, so I'm 46. I'll be 47. Yeah, like so. you guys. We're not 50. No. I was no. born in 74. I'm about to turn, next month I'm turning. 43. Ah. Same age as Melissa. She was born in 74 as well. <laughs> nice. Um, He's most recently known for his role as Hamich in The Hunger Games, uh, where he played a mentor, uh, Detective Marty Hart in True Detective, uh, and will be seen later this year in several films, including War for the Planet of the Apes as a villainous character. Yes. Uh, that should was, be interesting. He, he was also in White Man Can't Jump. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, what else was he in? Cheers. Uh, cheers. <laughs> that was kind without of the big going, one. Without going yeah. to the obvious. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was in uh, was he in Zombieland? Yes, he Zombie was Land, in Zombieland, yep. which was uh, amazing. Born Killers. That's the that was the one I was thinking of. Yep. Uh, now you up. now you see me mm. one and two. Um, Is he in Dustful Dawn or not? No. Okay. Still, I'm, I'm going through his uh, list on um, IMDb. Sleepwalking. Mm. Uh, I think he could play a good smuggler type character. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think so. Uh, anger management. The movie? He was it. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Will and Grace. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Thin Red Line. Yep. Um, People versus Larry Flint. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. As said earlier, Natural Born Killers, Indecent Proposal, White Man Can't Jump, Doc Hollywood. Oh, and one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, Kingpin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. L.A. I love story. that movie. <laughs> Kingpin's awesome. I haven't yeah. seen that in ages. Classic. Uh, she's having a baby. He was uncredited in that one. He was in Wildcats back in 86. Huh. And he was an extra in Harper Valley PTA. <laughs> in 78 so so yeah Woody Harrelson um, joining the the ranks of the Star Wars world it's I don't hate it I want want to see him look different than what he's done in Hunger Games yeah Mm -hmm. I want to see him as like a I'd love to see him like a gritty uh, smuggler type yeah 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 so yeah it's, it's gonna be interesting I, I don't want to see him in a smuggler type role where he's sort of like a Matthew McConaughey from Dazed and Confused because yeah. we we know the history with Woody Harrelson and marijuana mm-hmm. so uh, speak
speaking of histories, uh, histories of hackers and video game systems, I, I think someone jumped ahead of the game for this. Uh, well, there is a long history, <coughs> excuse me, of uh, hacking and video games that go together. Uh, a lot of mods for computer games and such. And recently, uh, if you're all aware of the NES Classic that just came out, that little uh, the little Nintendo system, mini Nintendo system with all the classic games. On, I think it's like 30 classic games, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. That uh, it's very hard to come across because it keeps selling out. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to get. Which oh, I want one so bad too. Yeah, so do I. Because it'd be great to travel with as well. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it's tiny. But I want I want the Disney version. There's a Disney version. There's supposed to be a Disney um, I thought there was a Disney stylized one. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen that one. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me, though. I'll have to see if I find it. Well, while you're doing that, uh, according to comicbook.com, uh, as you may have read, a clever group of hackers have tinkered with the NES Classic Edition. The hood has been lifted, some wires were crossed, and I just lost my page. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, putting a link, I'm putting a link to the Disney World version on uh, show notes. All right, not uh, show they notes. found out that it's possible to load several more games into the system, so that's what uh, ha- hackers are doing, adding more rounds. To the ga- to the gaming system, yeah, and then they found out that while the higher ups at Nintendo might not have thought twice about it, the engineers working on the system knew that like minded tinkerers would end up seeing their code. One programmer in particular went out of his way to tip his hat to the eventual hackers that would peek into the system's code. So there's a guy by the handle of the Hanafuda Captain who left a message that said, This is the Hanafuda Captain speaking, launching emulation in 3, 2, 1. Many efforts, tears, and countless hours have been put into this jewel. So please keep this place tidied up. Don't break everything. Cheers, the Hanafuda Captain. <laughs> and uh, for those who don't know, Hanafuda was... Nintendo's original name when they were making playing cards back in the 1800s. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It says you can still buy Nintendo Hanafuda cards to this day. Wow. Very cool. So it's sounds like it's, it was a, not a, a mean-spirited message, so that's good. Well, yeah. I, 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 put Obviously, in, I put in the note in the uh, comment section of Skype the uh, Nintendo announcing the Disney version of the NES, NSE Classic. This one I want so freaking bad. Oh, wow. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I'm not sure if this is an actual, actual thing or if it's a, a gimmick. It says you can yeah. enjoy 30 of Walt Disney World's lost attractions. I, it's, it's a parody, but it would be oh. great if they actually did it. I mean, it looks amazing. I know. If not, just sell me the decals. I'll yeah. do it myself. Well, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be some third-party decals out there somewhere you can put on it. I'll, I'll take that skin and do it. <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> um, is this all the games that are on it? No. Just scroll down. This is, this is the different game. These I think these are the actual games that are in it, but they're taking the different uh, gotcha. attractions. Like Journey into Imagination, I don't remember what game that is. Uh, the Kill Boats, 
I'm not sure. Um, I remember the game that they list as Cranium Command. Rampage is Monster Sound Show. <laughs> Rampage. Um, you believe they're making a Rampage movie? Yeah. That's really? Not, that's not the same, is it? Or is it based on the games? It's based on the games, and it's really? starring The Rock. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know any other details about it, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, the lights, motor, action is actually that's uh, motocross, if I remember right. Penny Arcade. So. Uh, I don't remember that one. Star Tours. That's actually um, looks like the old NES Super Super Star Wars. Honey, I shrunk the audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Body Wars. Oh, I see. I remember this game as well. I want to say it was like uh, Forbidden some Forbidden Voyage, something like that. You're thinking of Fantastic Voyage? Fantastic Voyage, yeah. But no, there was there was a game where you go into and you do that type of thing. Uh, Mission to Mars. Uh, I don't even remember what game that is. Kitchen Cabaret. That's food. Uh, that's Burger Time that they're showing there. <laughs> I didn't know they had an alien game for the NES. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I don't think all these games are NES games. I think they just threw okay. these together in there. Uh, also, I don't think that's on the on the mini. I haven't no, seen no, a game no. list for it. No. Um, superstar television. They have karate on her. <laughs> paper boy for paper boy for backlot studio. <laughs> alien encounter. They use alien. Uh, I wonder if there is a game list. There is somewhere. Uh, the switch comes out in March. I'm interested in that as well. Oh, I know that looks awesome. What is what games are on the NES Classic? Oh, wow, I'm on the actual website for NES Classic. Games like Pac-Man, Tecmo Bowl, Dr. Mario. Tecmo Bowl. Let's see. Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers 3, Legends of Zelda, Donkey Kong, Mega Man 2, Pac-Man, Final Fantasy, Metroid, Kirby's Adventure, Castlevania, Ninja Gaiden, Super Mario's 2, Dr. Mario, Punch-Out! featuring Mr. Dream, Balloon Fight, Donkey Kong Jr., Zelda, The Adventure of Link, Excitabike, Excitabike, uh, Ice Climber, Kid Icarus, Double Dragon 2, The Revenge, Bubble Bobble, nice. Tecmo Bowl, Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest, Mario Brothers, Super, Z- Super C, Galaga, Star Tropics, Ghosts and Goblins, and Gradius. That's a good one. Some good classics on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's only 60 bucks. You can buy an additional controller for 10 bucks. And everything's been sold out for it. But man, it's probably going to be out the sales of all their uh, consoles put together. It, it was one of the hot items at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, funny because nobody thought, or Nintendo didn't think it would be that big a deal. Yeah, right. They thought it would be like a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a little gimmick thing. Oh, we'll put that out. People, some people will enjoy it, uh, and everybody went nuts for it. Nostalgia is big now. Uh-huh. Everybody wants to relive their na- their uh, childhood. There, there are versions going on Amazon for 175 bucks used, and they're making and there are people making Bluetooth receivers for the cables for the controllers. Uh-huh. They can have a wireless. Making, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, making Bluetooth a Bluetooth uh, controller. Hackers are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's even a carrying case for it that you can buy for twenty bucks. It, it, this is this is great. I, I would I would love to get one. I know. Mm-hmm. I really eventually would. when when they. <laughs> I'm afraid to know what they're going for on eBay. Ugh, I know. Well, if Amazon has it for 175 bucks, then I can only imagine what eBay <laughs> yes, has. Probably go for hundreds. 
the highest price so far, $50,000 or best offer. What? Plus 283 shipping. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how that one's going. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Then it drops to 27,000, 20,000, 12,000, 10,000. Uh, one person selling the 10,000 one has extras. Um, two entertainment system mini NES classics going towards a cancer charity. Yeah, kind of. Maybe I believe it. Maybe I don't. Ninety five hundred bucks. Eighty eight thousand eight hundred eighty eight dollars. Yeah, these are all the no way. Obviously, they're still on here. They're not. People aren't paying those prices. Right. NES classic edition box. No reserve and free shipping. Ninety nine cents. Catch there. Box. <laughs> <laughs> Sound familiar? When eBay first started, people were selling, oh, PS3 boxes for sale. Yeah, it's just the box. Well, a lot of people, because that's what makes the collectible worse stuff is the box. So everybody buys the box so they can try and put yeah. the stuff that they don't have the box yeah. thing in it. But there, so. there, were, there were a lot of people, though, who were buying the... Um, who, are buy- who thought they were buying the actual game systems. Oh, well, that's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you got to pay attention, people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not really seeing. Okay, here's one. Latest model, 1099. Is it the actual product? It sold a extremely rare. It's not that rare. It's just not sold. They're not, they're not keeping up with the demand. This person's selling it. Starting bid, 1099. Or buy it now for 120 bucks, <laughs> but it's coming from Hong Kong. Yes. So, I wonder what the shipping on that's going to be. 16 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. I'm almost tempted to just say I'm waiting for the Switch, and if Nintendo was smart, they would throw all the 8-bit games on there as well, mm. or just make it, or just make a disc that's got all the games on it. Is that a Chewy weighing in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was my timer. <laughs> Forgot I had a timer set. <laughs> <laughs> so, Glad they could join the conversation, Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> From a distance. So, yes. um, so yeah. Well, since we've well, been talking That's a great, uh, yeah, that was a great segue. segue. <laughs> Let, let's. Uh, that, let's that was talk a, a little, great timer. Let's talk some Star Wars. This is coming from CBR.com. Um, with the release of Force Awakens and Rogue One doing so well, people are wanting more and more Star Wars than ever before. Um, possibly a live-action Star Wars movie or show could be coming to ABC. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, speaking to Entertainment Weekly, ABC President Channing Dungey addressed the possibility of a Star Wars television project. Uh, while she didn't shoot down the idea, she did say that any such show would be far into the future. And then asked if a Star Wars television product project was in development, Dungey said this was sort of a conversation at TCA that got blown way out of proportion. We've had some conversations in general about wanting to find a way to bring something from Lucas Star Wars Universe ABC, but that's far into the future. Um, focus at this moment for Lucas is on the current stuff they're doing on the film side, and then of course they do have the stuff that they are doing on XD. Yeah, they could do it. They wanted to. Yeah, sure. they could. I mean, the the scripts are written, so I mean, they, there's underground if they really want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's the question. Question is, do they? And apparently, right now they don't. They don't really need to. But the movies and Rebels and everything else that's going on? I suppose not, but... I wouldn't mind seeing a live-action TV series, whether it's on ABC or Netflix. Yeah. That would be Uh, awesome. I wonder when they were... um, When it's going to take place. It could take place... 
it could take place I mean, during during any of the time frame that's already been laid out. Yeah, or, true. Or yeah. they could bring back the uh, the yeah. old Republic. Yeah, yeah I was. I mean, we, we were already, well, I was just lightning flashing outside my window. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> Bill of January. Oh, Ooh, there was yeah, thunder. I hear the thunder. I hear it. Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. No. Wow. So if we but yeah, we've had um, Clone Wars. Yeah, we've had Clone Wars and Rebels leading, and then Rogue One leading up to Star Wars. Yeah, and then we've got the timeline filled in going from there. So I don't know. See, Underworld. I mean, unless it's specifically laid out. I could see Underworld taking place during the realm of the Empire. Yeah. You yeah. Know, with the smugglers and all that. But I don't know. I'd be, be curious to see what they do. But as far as uh, they're saying, uh, it's going to be a ways off, if at all. Yeah. Of course. Yep, 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 yep. Well, what's not going to be a ways off is Star Wars Episode Eight missions coming to Star Tours at the Disney Parks. Of course, this was kind of hinted at at the um, Rogue One press press event at Epcot when they took Spaceship Earth and made it the Death Star. Um, but it continues on, though, with... Uh, Disney Parks posted a celebratory blog uh, marking the 30th anniversary of Star Tours, which is this year, opened in 87. Uh, the exciting wow. note recounted the history of the changeable intera- uh, the changeable attraction before noting where Star Tours will go in the future. Unsurprisingly, um, it will be getting a new a few add-ons this year. Um, they're already working on exciting new missions based on Episode 8. Um, they did missions for Force Awakens for the last year and then they just came back and said that they're going to go back and do the recycling and with um with the add-on of Jakku, and I forgot what else they added. Those are now going to be in the rotation for the selections for the randomness when you ride Star Tours. So, um, like when you went through Kashyyyk, a Wookiee would get plastered on the windshield. And it, would hit the, <laughs> it would hit the windshield and just kind of slide off. Nice. Um, the, the blog continued, too, with some words from Tom Fitzgerald, uh, who is a senior creative with Walt Disney Imagineering um, that he he feels Star Tours has been an enduring part of the Disney parks and why the future looks so bright. At Imagineering, the technology is always in service of the story. Uh, as a result, our focus is our focus is on the incredible storytelling of Star Tours, the characters, the adventures, the story, the music, and the effects. That's what keeps people coming back and back, you know, back again and again to relive the moments they love growing up watching the films and to step into the story and experience it and then. Immersive way as only the parks can deliver. This is not the first time Star Tours has been altered to suit the franchise's new trilogy. The ride previously underwent an upgrade before Force Awakens was released, and the makeover added the planet Jakku to start to Star Tours. Uh, episode eight is written by Rian Johnson and is continuing the saga, uh, but none of the planets that were brought up in Rogue One are going to be in Star Tours. Really? Yeah. So let me see if I can find this blog. Uh, if you're interested in the in this, it's D- Disney Parks blog. It's the official blog for Walt Disney World. Um, and oh, let's go Star Tours. And this is where this is where you can find out about different um, different things happening around the around the parks around the world. So um, wow, amazing artwork. 
on here. So, yeah, go to DisneyParks.Disney.Go.Com. Yes, the Go.Com still exists in the world of Disney. Um, <laughs> and then go to Blog, and they got a search window saying, uh, or you can go searching for it. Um, but they, they've got pictures of the original concept are the original poster, which I would love to get my hands on. Um, the the original invitation, so to speak, for like the original ride, the inaugural flight reservation ticket. Um, from when they opened it, it's yeah. Of course, the the remake with with it continuing. Um, so yeah, I mean it, it's it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm just glad they're kind of redoing the. Um, the recycling of the it's, it's random locations and that's a set location all the time. <clears throat> yeah, and I will know. That's more part of the fun of it. Yeah, w- when they redid it to Star Wars, the adventure continues. I mean, that's what that's what was so great. Um, but I I should know more about that next week uh, when I'm doing the Star Wars tour at Studios. Nice. So, so you'll we'll tell us all about it. We'll talk about that here, and we'll talk about it on Wookie Radio as well. But that's not the other. That's not not the only other thing we have about Lucas. We do have another story involving Star Wars and Lucas himself. I think that would be you, Derek. Uh, I don't <laughs> think that was me, was it? With the museum? Yeah. I thought it well, was you. anyway, <laughs> it is now. <laughs> so, according to CBR.com, George Lucas's Museum of Narrative Art finds a home in Los Angeles. Which, I'm glad it found a home, but I wish it was kind of closer to us <laughs> on this side of the country. I, I wish Chicago didn't. The the people of the parks weren't so um, bastards. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> I guess that, that I wish that too. So, yeah. George Lucas's pro- proposed Museum of Narrative Art is one step closer to reality, which I'm kind of excited about. I really would love to see that. I might yeah. just have to go to Los Angeles for that. This would be worth an extra day or two go from Disneyland to go go to this. It might be at least two days. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks huge. Yeah. yeah, and it looks like they they've changed the the concept look from what it was supposed to be in Chicago. Kind of, it kind of looks like a spaceship. Yeah, that's kind of what it was in Chicago as well. Although I hate to say it, but it kind of looks like it would be it would fit into the Star Trek universe. Yeah, it does look like the Enterprise. Well, the worst part of this wait is the same as uh, having to wait for this the sequel to Rogue One because we (laughs) just can't wait for uh, 1977 to get here. (laughs) Gotta go back in time. Yep. (laughs) So, yeah, it's... I I wish... I only... (laughs) Wish there was a way that... Well, San Francisco kind of screwed them up as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Somebody said that they were worried when they saw that George Lucas was trending that that he was going to be directing the next movie or something. (laughs) 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 Scared him. It was the announcement of the museum. (laughs) I just, ah. Unfortunately, it says there's no clear date for when the museum will even break ground, Mm -hmm. let alone when it will actually open. Yeah. I can only imagine the stuff that will be in there. Ugh. One billion dollar price tag. Holy cow. Mm. He's got the money. <laughs> yeah. Give him some of that Disney money. Looks like it's going to be from the uh, pictures here. It's going to look like it's going to be by um, a football stadium. Yeah. Is it going to be? Oh, that's, over, that's over by the Coliseum. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I think Which so. Which is eventually, 
I don't know. I think it's cool how on the top side, looking down, it's still got all the, the greeneries. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, got all the grass and bushes and everything on it. Yeah. yeah, It looks sweet. But Something. compared to that to the size of the Coliseum, that thing's going to be massive. It's going to be like going to Disney. You need two... You need three days to go through it. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know why you wouldn't want that in your city. It's just, mm-hmm. it's gonna bring a ton of tourists. Yeah, but Chicago, where it was going, was supposedly next to the to some old park that it's just a parking lot for the most part, and it was to protect our parks group, and they're they're idiots. Mm-hmm. It was it, it was gonna have no impact on any of that. But, oh, well, I was hoping Orlando would put a bid in for it because it would have been great for it to be down here, too. Oh, yeah. New Disney right there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Would you move in, Mike? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Honey, we're selling the house. We're we're moving into the museum. Look, it's a beautiful building. So we go, you know. But being in LA and LA accepting it, it's kind of almost like a, a rebirth. <laughs> yes, another <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> that was uh, that was clever. Yes, I, I've got that, that's my quota for the year. <laughs> yes, uh, you'll soon be able to read Rebirth um, comics online if you have. Have the correct library card once I find the article here. Goodness. Yeah, it's going to be over on Hoopla Digital. Ah, yes. Which I'm not really familiar with that. I'm not either. I didn't know about it until today, but who, apparently Hoopla Digital partners with public libraries across North America to provide online and mobile access to movies, TV shows, music, ebooks, audiobooks, and comics. That is cool. I'm going to have to check that out. Yes, yeah, because the uh, available titles include Green Arrow, Volume 1, The Death and Life of Oliver Queen, DC Universe Rebirth Deluxe Edition, and Superman Volume 1, Son of Superman. I think that the catch is you got to have a public, or you got to have an actual library card. Right. And I think they're they're partnering with 1,300 public libraries, so yeah. probably a pretty decent chance that your library would be participating in it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they said it's great for um, the growth of... Uh, the comics, putting them out there for free so people will we'll start reading more of them. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yep. A win-win for everyone. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. I'd be curious to see just how much of this is... Um, I'm doing the registry. Aha, okay. You have to have a library card. Yeah, yeah. I'm, tr- I'm trying to register and just asking for a valid library card. Which uh, I got yeah, I've got a card. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to try mine. I have to get into the one. show and report back. I don't even see a link. It's a link on the page. Yeah. Or did you just search Hoopla? No. Uh, you see where in the first line the Hoopla Digital is kind of grayed and italicized. Oh, okay. That's there the we go. Got it. Yeah. But you yeah, know. I love that our libraries are starting to do that. I mean, our library here has like a whole section of uh, graphic novels and comics. So it's really uh, that's, becoming that's awesome. Mainstream. I love that they're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just like the whole idea of Hoopla. If if you can't, like for me, it, it's kind of hard for me to get into um, into the library as often. Now I got remote access to it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's fantastic. Check it, you know, stream a movie. That that might not be available on Netflix or that I can't get because I don't have HBO Go or whatnot, but the library has. Yes, it. Yeah, it's got mm. movies, music, audiobooks, ebooks, <clears throat> comics, and TV shows. Ebooks are pretty fun because I'll, I'll let it play while I'm at during the day and I'll record them. Wait, did I say mm. that out loud? <laughs> 
I didn't hear anything. You know what? Um, <laughs> that's all right. Did y'all hear that Deadpool got nominated for a Producers Guild of America Award? Wow. Last week I'm we uh, announced that they had the Writers Guild Award, too. Yeah. And, and as I, I'm scrolling down to the story, I see on the side, Attack of the Titan manga editor arrested for murder. Yeah. I heard about that. Wow. Um, so... Deadpool continues its unlikely run of racking up nominations for some of Hollywood's most prestigious awards, this time landing among the 10 finalists for the Producers Guild of America's Outstanding Producer of Theatrical Motion Pictures category at the 28th Annual PGA Awards. Did did they take anything at the Golden Globes? No. They were nominated, but they they didn't win anything. Still progression. Oh, yeah. Big time. That's huge. Um... Deadpool joins a stacked list of nominees, including Oscar frontrunner and Golden Globe sweeper La La Land. Really? Hidden hidden Figures, which I kind of want to see that. Yeah, I want to see that. One that's kind of my backyard. (laughs) So with NASA just... An hour, hour and a half away. It's so mm-hmm. cool when they when they launch the rockets on a clear day or a clear night. You can actually see the you can see the the well during the day you can see the contrail or you can see the the trail of the rocket. At night you can actually see the the flames from the rocket. With the, awesome. shuttle, with the shuttle, it was a lot. It was a lot cooler because there were the three candles mm-hmm. to it. You know the two. Um, Booster rockets Boosters. in the actual yeah. in the actual shuttle, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean you saw that clear, but even with the even, even with the single candles, it, it's it's still well. They're talking about doing three candles on it too, booster rockets in the uh, in the main stick for it. So it's be my favorite place to visit when we went down to Florida was the, the space center. Yeah, yeah, I love it down there. Yeah. yeah. Um, believe it or not, I've been I've been once or twice. I remember when I went down to twice. Florida with with twice. my family, we went and visited the the space center and Unfortunately, there was a rocket that was launching a week, uh, was it a week or, or a couple days after we had already had to leave. So we missed it by a couple days. I have never been over there for a shuttle launch. <clears throat> When they when they did that, because when when they announced the when there would be the shuttle launches, provided there was no weather holds or anything else, um, parking was a mess. Oh, I'm sure. A1A would be back, would be parking lots of people waiting to, for the shuttle to launch. Mm. So, yeah, it was insane. Um, we were there, uh, just after the Challenger, uh, blew up. Oh, wow. that was back in, I was like, a kid. 80, I was 84. 82, 83? No. Somewhere around there. 80, 85. 84, 85. I think it was 85. It was one running one track. Uh, 86, January 28th. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they had a bunch of memorials and stuff there. It was was sad. Of course, Columbia was February, I want to say February 7th of uh, 2006, 2007. I don't remember. Uh, But it's also up against Fences, Arrival, Hacksaw Ridge. I heard at Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge has got my interest. I heard that was really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to see that. Uh, Hell or High Water, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. Um, the film did grab two Critics' Choice Award wins, and its screenwriter earned a Writers Guild nomination as well. Yeah. Um, with the PGA nomination, the likelihood of Mark with a Mouth being nominated for an Oscar seems to have increased. <laughs> <clears throat> 
Though the odds of winning remain a bit of a long shot, the film is up for an Academy Award in makeup and hairstyling, which, yeah, with the makeup they did with Ryan Reynolds alone, Ah, that'd be amazing. That'd be awesome. Uh, In most recent talk with Variety, Logan star Hugh Jackman revealed he believes in Deadpool's Oscar chances. When I hosted the Oscars, Batman didn't get nominated and everyone was talking about it. It's a stretch to say these are just injustices in life. We're happy and making movies, but I love it when someone like Ryan gets recognized. These big budget comic book movies are not easy to pull off. Mm-hmm. So I love to see it with all those stuffed shirts and have Deadpool. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Being in there, yeah, that'd be great. Well, you know, it'd be nice just to see some of them get recognized. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So the sci-fi superhero world is going strong. Hence, why we do the show. Yes. Yep. Now, if we could get the show on Netflix. Yes. Oh, is that, uh, is that you, Derek? That is me. That, that's a, that's oh, well. another segue. That's a beautiful segue. <laughs> Into is an article on moviepilot.com about the 17 best sci fi TV shows streaming on Netflix in January 2017. Among them are the various Star Trek shows, which is awesome. Says it has almost every Star Trek show with the exception of the animated series, which I would love to see that again. I haven't seen oh. that in a long time. Who who had the animated series? Somebody's got it. Oh, I really? just saw it. Yeah. Was it like Hulu or something? No. Um, maybe it's CBS. Oh, maybe, yeah. Um, oh, shoot. <laughs> Keep going. I'll, I'll find it. Uh, moving on. Uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, which I just watched uh, the, the whole first season they just showed it was really good good. it is it's really good yeah it's crazy it's fun um it's really interesting i I recommend it uh next is the expanse which i've only watched a little bit of but everybody says it's really good Hmm. uh the oa which i'm not really familiar with i uh, just watched it um i'm still not sure what i watched (laughs) i watched like i watched like all eight all eight episodes and it was just really new agey weird stuff and had a really i'm glad i think it it was renewed for a second season yeah which thank goodness because it didn't end very well so and still left a lot up the air it says be warned the finale doesn't so much wrap up plot threads as it does plant more stories for season two to explore yeah. definitely does um, <laughs> the series the animated series was added to netflix streaming back in september of 2011 oh wow but i i want to say i've seen it more recent perhaps uh next on the list we have the x files awesome is a classic did uh either of you guys watch the uh recent uh i don't know if I, yeah when the they, miniseries yeah the miniseries when yeah. they redid it again that was pretty no, good no. yeah I, yeah i watched uh, i was never my mic wide I was I was never interested in the sh- in the show. Uh, I, love the know. back. I didn't used to be, but then I started watching it, and I I I, I do like it. It's pretty good. Uh, next is Orphan Black, like which is show. good because I've never I've never actually gotten a chance to watch it, but I want to. So I can okay. check that out at last. Uh, the next one is Twin Peaks, which I don't know if I'd really consider that a sci-fi show exactly. Never actually saw it. Uh, I have mixed feelings about it. I have mixed feelings about David Lynch. Ah. Sometimes I like his stuff, sometimes I don't. Mm. Uh, the next one is Sense8, which I want to watch. I've heard it's pretty good. That's on my list. Uh, then is The Ascension, or just Ascension, uh, which is another one I've heard about that I want to check out. Mm-hmm. 
After that, we have the original Battlestar Galactica. The original from 1978. With that weird space dog. (laughs) Was it Muppet? Was that its name? Or Muffet? Muffet. Yeah. Muffet. Yeah. I remember a friend of mine when I was a kid had the toy of him. Yeah, I had that too. So did did we. And it was actually. His tail got chewed off or something. It was a monkey in the suit. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Which has always, uh, always made me laugh. But I used to love Battlestar Galactica when I was a kid. Speaking of loving things... I have yep. Galactic. I have Battlestar Galactica nineteen eight. Uh, oh wow! Uh, I don't know if I love that one as much. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> but I do love this next show on the list, Farscape. Mm-hmm. That show is awesome. I'm gonna. I definitely want to start watching that again. I used to love that one. Uh, and of course, we have Stranger Things. Great love show. It. Fringe. I love that show. Love That's that show awesome. too. Uh, oh, and Firefly. A little show awesome. called Firefly that uh, I guess a couple people like yeah <laughs> aired what but fox screwed they only aired yeah. what nine or ten of the original shows something like that yeah uh, and there was 14 episodes and they uh, ran them out of order or the first they didn't run the pilot first yeah. Yeah. they just totally screwed that show over yeah it was so bad oh and then we have quantum leap another love classic it. love that show that was yeah that show. show's awesome so awesome uh torchwood which i've actually never watched but i, I kind of that um what was it the one that that they had on one of the cable shows or stations Resurrection Day or something like that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Saw that one, but I never saw any of the actual show. Yeah, but it's got Captain Jack Harkness in it, so that's pretty cool. Right? Yeah. And then finally on the list, another show that I used to love, Sliders. Mm-hmm. That was a great show. Yep. So there's actually some pretty good stuff on there to watch. Yeah, there is. Is, is it out now or is it... Uh, I think so. It says for January, so... Okay, awesome. I know Fringe is on there. Yeah. Stranger Things is... Uh, Fringe was such a good show. I loved it. And they got they went on farther, a lot longer than ever, anybody thought they would. They got so screwed over with time changes, day changes. Uh, I know, right? Everything else like that. Glad they got to finish it out. Yeah, definitely. I, I love uh, John Noble. Yes, he's so awesome. Yeah, I, I even loved uh, playing when I was playing Batman Arkham. Well, I'm still playing it right now, but yeah. Batman Arkham Knight, and he was a scarecrow. Oh, yeah, he's great. Oh, loved it. He's so awesome. He's got that voice is like butter. <laughs> yes, oh, amazing. Yep, I bet you it's on the CBS Watch CBS app, but you gotta pay money oh, for it. Yeah. I was watching it on Netflix. <laughs> if it's still there. Yeah. So, um, I guess that goes back to you, Brett, for the yeah, um, final story of the night as we've bounced all guess, over the place. Right. <laughs> so, it's no different than normal. <laughs> right. I need Jules back in a bad way. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Then we won't bounce around. <laughs> right. Hence, not only are we on our own network, our own site, we're also a member of the Tangent Bound Network. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> How fitting. Mm-hmm. Avengers Infinity Wars is considering Peter Dinklage in a key role. I love it. Um, might ha- it says he might have a cosmic role in Mar- Marvel's Avengers Infinity War, so I guess he's not going to be reprising his... Did he get killed in, as whatever Talbot from uh, Days of Future Past? Well, that wouldn't be in the uh, MCU anyway, so... Right. Uh, Ding- he wasn't Talbot. He was... Uh, oh, no. Oh, who was it? Creator of the, the Sentinels. Uh, uh, Trask. Trask. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Center Trask. Yeah. So, what? Go ahead. 
What I saw on that was that he might be getting, he might be coming on to play a character called Pip the Troll, who <laughs> is a great, a great right. character. Mm-hmm. Wait, he's not playing Dupe? Yeah. Oh, that would still be Fox, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would, yeah. Or uh, Toad from the X-Men? <laughs> also Fox. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that that was his first appearance was in the Infinity Gauntlet. Yep. And he was uh, great in that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious, to see, curious to see what happens. Yeah. I've been, I've been hearing rumors, which I'm excited about, that they might be bringing in Adam Warlock as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to have someone to help take down... Uh, Whatchamacallit, uh, Thanos. Yep. Well, we've got him, we've got Drax, and we'll have, uh, if we have Pip the Troll, we just need Moondragon, and who was the other one of uh, the Infinity Watch? Or was it just those four? Uh, with Adam Warlock? Oh. Give me a second. Okay. Wow. <laughs> My old man memory's failing me. I used to love that, too. Warlock of the Infinity Was Gamora in it? Oh, yeah, it was. Uh, Gamora, Maxim. Yeah. yeah, Drax, Gamora, Maxim, Moondragon, Pip the Troll, Thanos, and Warlock. So let's have uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Avengers crossover. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to well, be fun. I can't wait. I guess they're both uh, both the movies um, are going to be filming back-to-back, so oh, cool. that should be good. Well, apparently, some, I'm catching this on the fly from something else, uh, ABC's Inhumans characters revealed in a call sheet. Uh, cause oh. Remember, Inhumans is going to be coming to ABC as a separate show. I saw that headline, but... Um, seven character breakdowns are as follows. Broderick, male, 30 to 40, Caucasian, could save volumes with just a look. Huh. Strong, thoughtful, and private. He's unaccustomed to being questioned or feeling a need to answer to anyone. To an extent, converge on arrogance. Marjorie, female, 30 to 40, Caucasian, an elegant and intelligent advisor to her husband. She struggles to find her place outside of their relationship, as others tend to view her as as a pretty, it's just a pretty face. Strong and resourceful, she's not afraid to break the rules when the situation demands. Marty, male, 30 to 40, Caucasian, Broderick's younger brother. He's intelligent, charming, and articulate. He comes across as a man of the people, but secretly covers power. Kevin, male, 30 to 40, open, slight of a build. His mind is his greatest asset, always preparing with a plan. His outlook on life is in the is the glass is always half empty and often cracked and dirty as well. Though his outlook could be grim as he is droll. He has a droll, sense, dry sense of humor. And this is all from uh, CBR.com. Grady, male, 25 to 35, open, impetuous, and brash. He has a serious impulse control issues which frequently get him in trouble. Whether it's women, booze, or fighting, he loves life and lives in the moment, for better or worse. Uh, the second female in this list, Christine, female, 18 to 25, to play 18. So it's going to be an 18-year-old. Caucasian, soulful, but still learning the ways of the world. She has the arrogance of youth, impetuous and independent. She's also deeply devoted to, to her family. Be a good one for Rebecca Kennedy. Ooh. Even though she's older, she still plays the young. Uh, Timothy, male, 25, 30 open sfx mu required which i'm not sure what that means special effects oh special special effects makeup required uh supremely athletic the ultimate picture of cool he's calm under pressure and willing to do anything to get the job done so has um any of these set off who it might be like maybe Broderick is Black Bolt, mm-hmm. and Marjorie is Medusa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marty is Maximus. Kevin is Karnak. 
Uh, Grady is uh, Gorgon. Christine is Medusa's younger sister, Crystal. And mm-hmm. Timothy is the amphibian Triton. Ah, uh, yes. That's what the that's what the speculations are. Mm. The only other the only well known inhuman missing from the breakdown is Lockjaw. Right, but yeah, <laughs> that'll Real probably dumb. be yeah, that'll probably be a CG. Right. Yeah, when it happens. Mentioning any cast for that role, <laughs> you get to play Lockjaw. <laughs> you just get to report to the studio. Yeah, well, unless of course they put a monkey in a dog suit like Battlestar. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be entertaining. <laughs> so, uh, any final thoughts? Because I think we're near the end. Uh, nope. Looking forward to all the shows starting up. I saw that uh, Blindspot had started up. So Yeah, Shield started up. Yep. Um. Yeah, almost everyone's back this week. Mm-hmm. I've been watching Curse of Oak Island, and that has gotten even more intriguing this season. What is that? It's talking about um, the treasures that are supposedly hidden on the on Oak Island in Canada. Ah, and it's one of those seven people must die before the tre- before the island will reveal itself. And it's the seven. It's you have to quote unquote die while looking for the treasure, actively looking for a treasure. And it's already claimed six. So um, yeah, I, I'm I'm intrigued by it. I kind of I kind of like those type of shows, and th- this one's been this one's been interesting. Um, and it's it's kind of cool. It, it really is. And they 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 made some strides um, with the last episode that they think they might have found some stuff. And then I'm I'm also caught on this show called The Killing Fields on History Ch- I think on Discovery, mm. and it takes place in Louisiana around the Baton Rouge area. And there, there's this cop who's come out semi out of retirement to solve a cold case. And now for season two, something else has come up and he knows the murderer on that one, but can't, hasn't been able to pin it. So now they're going to get him involved in that one. So he's going to try and solve a second cold case. So, um, that one's had me intrigued as well. So going yeah. to uh, social media, Jeff Johns uh, posted a, uh, tweeted out a picture of The Rock, one of my favorite meetings ever, and then he has hashtag Black Adam. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I I almost want to go. What's the big deal? We know he's playing Black Adam. I know. Well, it's just uh, promoting the promoting the movie and stuff. And the movie's what like three years away. I don't yeah, know. Something like that. Yeah, we're still a ways. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Not a fan of The Rock. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of how DC's dragging all this out and they're mm. I mean, oh let, let's promote something that's not gonna happen for four years. Yeah. Yeah, rather so, let's worry worry about the upcoming movies coming out. Yeah, let, let's get the next couple films out first. Because 'Cause I've been hearing troubling things about uh Justice, Justice League. League. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm not thrilled about. I don't think anyone's thrilled about. No. They knew that coming off of uh the Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, uh, Batman Heart Superman. Yeah. Well, there, there's even issues with that. Um, Affleck saying, yeah. if it's a horrible, if it's a horrible script, he's not going to do it. That's yeah, good. At least somebody has some taste. He doesn't want to even be associated with it. So, <laughs> do we say Kevin Smith did something right with him <laughs> in regards to Batman? <laughs> or did he learn his lesson from Daredevil? Mm-hmm. Probably. So, who knows? So does that wrap it up for us? At least I believe so. Well, 
hopefully we have Jules back next week. Um, next week I'll definitely talk about the tour at studios for Star Wars. Yeah. And all that. So, um, and they just announced too a special party for studios during celebration. So, $129 ticket for five hours in the park. Wow. And and there's not going to be that much extra to it. And that's more than normal park price. So that that's getting into the park from seven to seven to midnight. Yeah, the Dis- Disney prices are insane getting into the, those parks anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. So, well, on that note, we we leave you asking that same question as we as we leave you asking week after week. Want to know more? <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.